Greetings, my most excellent friends. Uh, we've got some bogus news for you. Uh, for some reason or another, Brad's microphone didn't want to behave itself for this episode. You can hear the rest of us fine. You just got to listen really hard for Brad. It's always important information, so stick with us, and we'll be back on track next time. Uh, in the meantime, be excellent to your ears and potty on dudes. <laughs> Greetings, my most excellent friends. Welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Please join us on our most excellent adventure through time So we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim. Full booth again today, Brad Jules Nell. How are Hello. we? Bon Jovi. Um, today, Al, you've taken us back to 1990 um, to really, this is a, this is a real pit part of your past yeah. this might be your sexual awakening today <laughs> maybe yeah yeah maybe like i feel like when you suggested this i was like oh wow we haven't done this yet oh no actually probably transformers was your sexual awakening i did uh, think of transformers now- a lot when i was watching this film i'm like <laughs> well, oh i've got the same like kind of vibe, same vibe. Anchor kind yeah, of yeah 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 Anyway, for those playing at home we're watching uh the original teenage mutant ninja turtles um, well, it's not the original, but it's the first, it's first live action movie. Yeah. Yeah, yep. right. Um, before we get started, it's important here at the Sandam School of Film that we acknowledge and pay our gratitude to our first storytellers, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional custodians of the unceded lands we are recording on. Let's booth it back, Jules. Nineteen ninety. It's no secret that we've been to nineteen ninety before. It's three times, in fact. It's been recently, right? It was an it's it was an interesting year for film. I'm starting to gather a fifth time. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I was just feeling guilty that I'd picked a 1990 film without having Fuzzy Dan in the room. Did you cons- <laughs> did you consult him? Like, could could this have been his fourth? So, I, no, I've got a feeling I know what his fourth is going to be. Okay, and this is too good. which is why, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, which is why I picked this one instead. <laughs> yeah, righto. Um, well, just to give us a quick recap of 1990, let's get over to. <gasps> History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. Yeah, right. So that's what we're doing. So, 1990, hour 33. Oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> oh, we're hitting a common theme. We're with hitting our, that mark. Yeah. yeah, we're definitely <laughs> hitting that. I think, and at your party yesterday, discussing film lengths, everyone's like, yeah, Yep, and good. Half. Yep. Yeah. You know what? It's not good for my procrastination because I see the hour and a half and go, oh, I don't need to do it right now. I could, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> might watch that a bit later. See, I'm the other way. I'm like, yeah, I could fit that in now. Oh, Easy. Wow. <laughs> Love it. Um, rated PG. <laughs> yeah, PG yeah. for 1990. Well, PG, exactly. Yeah. Nah, it's PG. Christ. R for 2022. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, as I said, if I missed anything, um, just go back and listen to them. Uh, first proposal of the World Wide Web uh, Nelson, Mandela saw, Mel- Nelson Mandela was released from prison. Uh, the demolition of the Berlin Wall begins. Uh, the Berlin I've been Wall. looking for freedom. I think you did that last time. Probably, well. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably the fifth time. I'm a one-trick pony, Jules. <laughs> uh, Desert Shield begins after Iraq invades Kuwait. Uh, the Simpsons standalone shows uh, airs. The Channel connects, so the tunnel between France and England. And Boris Yeltsin becomes the Russian president. This is so, yeah, you've said all that verbatim. Yeah. Yeah. He was still the president of Russia. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Righto. Al Pal. Good segment. Al, I know you've probably got a lot to say about this. I just wanted to throw this out there. I had an original VHS of this. (gasps) And it was. And it was green. And it was green, oh, wasn't it? Yeah. The best. <laughs> and it was in one of those cases, like, remember those big, like, crappy... Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, and they squeaked. Oh, so, like, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. puffy oh, cases. Loved it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And they always busted. This, 
Like we, when we spoke about the Transformers film and things like that, the Transformers film was just there to sell toys, mm. yep. there to push it on. This took that and put it into the stratosphere as far as toy marketing goes. Oh, totally. Like this whole thing was just about selling toys mm. and it more than nailed it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> this, this turned this whole thing from the phenomenon into just legend. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because the cartoon had been out for a while. A bit of a, oh, cool. Awesome. Ah, uh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Research. Look at you, Brad. No, I'm really excited about this one because it's like, this is, for me, this is like one of the all-time great films of capturing a genre, a genre at the right time, mm, in the right place, yeah. getting it right. 100%. It's that. Yeah. I mean, it's, look, this may be a big call. There could be a lot of gasps, certainly listeners, but I feel like this is a similar kind of lightning in a bottle that Ghostbusters was. Yeah. Like, it was just... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be one of us. It just, like, it... I mean, for, for a different generation, I guess, but there was something about just everything lining up for this mm. that is amazing. And I don't know, like... So, some film... We talked about it a bit in the Lost Boys episode where... um, uh, oh, What's the word? I've forgotten already. Oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. Uh, I've got 10 seconds Homsh uh, <laughs> Homsh anyway, I'll, get, I'll get back to it I guess Oh my god I can't believe Touche Nostalgia ah. Oh my god I'm back everybody The word we don't use that much in this I'm podcast I'm back everybody <laughs> So we talked about it in The Lost Boys yeah. Where you had a strong nostalgia for mm-hmm. for that But it didn't hold up this time Well uh, and I was saying to you yesterday though Once we started talking about it It all flowed back then. Yeah Like my disappointment of watching again just washed away and then nostalgia kicked in and I was back mm. and I was 100% back again. Yeah, and I find it fascinating that there are some films that are like, have a heavy nostalgia but don't carry forward. You watch it again, you haven't seen it in ages and you used to love it. Mm. You watch it again, you're like, oh yeah, it's mm. you know, it's pretty rough now or, mm. or that sort of thing. Well, we, had that, with, we, had, that, we had that with The Crow, didn't we? Yeah, yeah exactly. Crow was a really... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're like, ooh, this is yeah, really, really bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a mate. He's like, oh, I haven't listened to... I've got to go back and watch The Crow so I can listen to that episode. I'm like, just listen to Just it. listen. So, yeah. Like, don't... Yeah. <laughs> it's... Yeah. But then this, like, in particular, this, the the nostalgia... There we go. I still got it. Yeah. Was strong. And it, this was such an easy watch for me mm. the other night. Like, I... I had it up on the projector, yeah. and it was incredible. I just had the, it, I had the best. It's time. a super simple story to follow, though. Like it's, yeah. oh, totally. You know, like it's, it's. We get intro- introduced to them. Splinter gets kidnapped. <laughs> Ra- Raph gets injured and is in a coma for what feels like forever. Yeah, and then they come back and save the day. Like it's mm. very, yeah, it's very simple. Yeah, it's sort of quite paint by numbers. Bloody, what's his name? Casey Jones thrown in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, nice. It is to have a hockey related crime fighter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's nice. That also mentions cricket. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cricket. Well, I don't know if I would <laughs> use a a goalie stick though. Like, there's one boy who's got a goalie stick and it's huge. And I'm like, man, that thing would be <laughs> more surface area. For yeah. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. But it, going off what you were saying earlier, Brad, like, you know, like, yeah, it's a, it was a film. I mean, it, the cartoon was out before this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you want me to give you the quick recap? Yeah, of do it. Well, let's do it. Let's All right. Okay. So, <gasps> created by uh, <laughs> exactly history with Brad Turtles edition. Yeah. Um. All right. So created created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Uh, but the main guy that got it off the ground and as far as what we know it is, a guy called Mark Friedman, who was a freelance marketing guy who was looking for something new to basically go towards and write the coattails on. And he, he picked this because he saw something in it. And he wanted to launch it in from comic books into toys because that's what he did. He yeah. grabbed ideas and, and sold them to toy companies. So he uh, took it to LTN, who did Thundercats, uh, the WWF toys, and Masters of the Universe at the time. Right. They turned it down. Mattel turned it down. Hasbro turned it down. And a, uh, eventually a small company called Playmates, who had just been making like kiddies dolls yeah. ever in a day, decided that they'd pick it up. And uh, so the toys were planned for release in Jan 87, but they didn't come out until June 88. Of which it was only ten figures and five vehicles. Uh, there was <laughs> only yeah. like well at the, at the time though when we had Masters Universe. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. You know, 20, 30, 40 <laughs> yeah. characters. It was really small. That's a big vehicle to character ratio though. Yeah. 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 Um, so then they decided that they really needed to have it animated. So they quickly put together a five-part TV series. Uh, that 
didn't go down very well with anyone, so they scrapped that, and then they got a new designer called Mark Taylor, who is the guy that... Plisma Vision. But he also... He was the inventor or the drawer and the production guy that did all the Masters of the Universe stuff, so he invented right. it. So he was, that's, if you look at the actual Turtles characters and you look at the Masters of the Universe characters, Toys. It's just a different paint job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From my understanding, now I don't know, I don't think you really covered it. The original, original, original um, illustrated series was like, uh, I don't know what it was called, but it came from Japan and it was ultra violent. No. 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 And they all wear red masks? No. no. So it was, yeah, it was Peter Laird and. Right. Uh, Kevin Eastman, <laughs> oh, thank you. Let's go. And it was these, these dudes were just like a couple of guys who would, who were book guys like yeah. you know comic guys and they would just Peter like would draw cartoons for newspapers ah like thank little, you little sort of jingly things on the side like yeah. TV advertising or you know a, a shop was having a sale he'd draw like a little dollar note with running around sort of thing that was his job yeah right do go on do a good episode on this don't they they do yeah with, with Nick, Nick Mason Nick Mason yeah. yeah and he goes through the whole history of it it's pretty yeah, cool right. and, and yeah. Kevin Eastman was much younger than Peter Laird and he'd just come straight out of uni hmm. and um, was basically just a, a huge comic book fan that wanted to write and then they they met in like a really bizarre place, like a shopping center or something. And mm. they seen that movie together and then they started drawing it. Um, they were just like drawing stuff to entertain each other, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just like... What came up was just like they, they, would, they used to draw stuff all the time just to make each other laugh. Mm. Uh. And so I think it was Kevin drew the first Ninja Turtle, gave it to Phil, then he drew another one. And then they kept doing this Turtles thing and then it, they sort of grew into this whole thing that they were just mm. doing together. Yeah, right. They decided to make the comic yeah, but the, the, the original run... Is like pretty full on, yeah. And they do all have like the same, yeah. Strip. And they right. do Maybe all have the same coloured yeah. bands. Yeah, I think and they all wear red. I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so then once they uh, got the new um, designer to reimagine the characters, mm. which the the Kevin and, and Peter took that on board, created new characters, yeah. made it much more child friendly. So Shredder was changed. They added the the henchmen. They added Rocksteady, Bebop, mm-hmm. all those guys. Oh yeah, and, I forgot about them. Changed, uh, changed the field. Yeah, they're not in the in the first. Mm. Uh, changed a few of the things and got it. They narrowed, tamed it right down for kids stuff. Yeah. Then they got a guy called uh, uh, Chuck Worry who ended up being a quite a big TV director. So he did Two and a Half Men um, and a whole heap of other big things. Um, I think he did Bird Rock from the Sun and a whole heap of stuff. Yeah, right. Anyway, back then it was he was just a musical guy. He did the jingle, and so he's the actual guy singing the jingle. And it was like we don't know who these guys are, so the jingle needs to be short, sweet, and explain who they are. Yeah. So it's the whole you know heroes and heroes and archer. Blah, blah, blah. And it was like, perfect. Um, they released it. Um, they went to a whole heap of toy companies or toy stores to launch the product. No one wanted it. Toys R Us, who was basically the people renowned for taking on anyone, said that they take 6,000 orders, which is nothing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot. The TV show was released. Within a month, they sold out everything and they came back with an order for 50,000. Uh-huh. <laughs> As you Within do. Within two months after that, they came back and basically just went on continuous production, of which they sold 1.3 million toys. Ooh, wow. That's a lot of toys. <laughs> that's impressive. The rest is basically history. The movie was actually, uh, no one liked it before it was released. The a toy company hated it. Really? Absolutely hated it because it was... Too dark? Adult. It was very dark yeah. and violent, not what they wanted as far as the toys were going. And so they didn't want it released. No one liked it. They released it. It made $18 million in the first weekend and became to be the biggest indie film of its time to that date. And it grossed in the first year $202 million. Yeah. Whoa. It sold $1.4 $1. billion in toys in the first year. That's insane. Whoa. Bye, guys. <laughs> 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 Thanks for popping in, pal. Thanks, mate. Yes. It's amazing. And it's the biggest indie film till Blair Witch Project came out yeah. in 99. Yeah. Wow. It was like massive. And I remember it being like, obviously it was 1990, 89 we had Batman. So I remember there being Batman stuff everywhere, but I don't reckon I would have got to, I didn't get to Batman when it came out. I don't think, because I remember then 
I remember the stuff being everywhere, but then when the turtle stuff came out, I must have seen it. Mm, I feel like I was the same. I was like, was always secondary for me. Yeah, I was like in the turtles craze (laughs) that happened, and it was like. Sure. Now we had the toys, right? Surely you guys had. We didn't have many of them. My my good mate from primary school had the van with all the. With all the figures and stuff. Oh, yeah, sick. I had me a Leonardo. It was huge yeah, too. My guy. Yeah. And yeah. Van would like fold out and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> well, that, and that guy, so um, Mark Taylor was the guy that reimagined a van. It was just a normal white van to start with. Yeah. And then he turned it into the combi van that was like, you know, looked like a turtle. Shoots pizza. Yeah. Shoots pizza. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and some of the characters that they were saying they were going to have was, they were just so out there. Mm. It's literally like what we were talking about the other day with the um with the guys with Master of the Universe. Literally, they were just given a massive bag of coke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, just go, Seems like go. that's how a lot of things were made yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there was like a guy that was like, had a gun connected to his nose, and he basically shoots out of you. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, things like that was great. <laughs> I was going to ask, who was the cameo? Remember, there's a we mentioned this in a previous episode where uh, it's when Raph is running and he gets. Hit by the taxi. Oh, yeah. Who's the cameo? So the guy in the car is the voice of Raph. Oh, right. Oh, no, isn't that... I feel... I think... So the guys in the suits... And... Yeah, so so the guys in the suits are different to the guys in the... Yeah. The voices, voices, except for Raph. Right. Right? Raph is the same guy. Yeah, right. I think it's Raph. Um, Up until today, or up until... Well, I watched this. I always thought Corey Feldman was Raphael's voice for some reason. Yeah, right. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know why. Mm, I don't know. But he's but not. No, he's, yeah. he's Donatello. Yeah. yeah, I'd never even thought about the voices. Like, like this is one of these films, it's probably because. Voice, like, it's oh, so, it's totally. Like, it's, it's so New York. His voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. but like, Raphs is. Yeah, yeah. I think because of. Hey, because Mikey. Of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> because I'd, I'd watched this as a child, like I'd never really thought about the fact that there's voice actors and it's all of a sudden I know all these people and who they are. And it kind of ruined it for me. Like, yeah, Corey Feldman, as soon as I heard his voice, I was just like, oh, like, I like him in other films, but now I have this like association with a different person. Whereas it, to me, it was always. The suit, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, which is what I did. No, I wanted to turn it off. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be like he's in there. I wanted to focus. This voice belongs to this character. Like that's yeah. how I wanted it. Well, I think, well, things I thought was really cool for this time was how the mouths moved. Oh, holy! Okay, Al, <laughs> passing over to you because watching it, I'm like, for some reason, I was like, it's been ages since I've seen this. Probably since I was a kid. Mm. Um, I was expecting just a, a Muppets type. Thing from well, I don't yeah. know why yeah, opening up yeah yeah like, yeah, 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 yeah but just yeah. open they were like that were syllables and all sorts oh, of stuff man going on. it's it's like absolutely incredible so I was it was a Jim Henson Creature Shop production like you know they got them in they got Jim Henson in it was the first and last time that the Henson Creature Shop worked outside of their own thing like they didn't apparently didn't really want to do it because it was too violent and. Now that sort of you know he didn't want to put the Henson name to that sort of thing, um, but it did super well. But he did, I don't think he did anything like that mm. again. Mm. But it's they're so incredible and like having I did some reading on them and I won't like bang on about it too much. <laughs> I mean, <go laughs> but <nuts. laughs> but it's like so there are there are different suits for the stunt work. So when they're like wide shots, you see they're not talking. Even when there's like voiceover, there's like a ADR happening. They're not like moving their lips and stuff. And then the close-ups when they're all talking, the head's like completely full of servos um, that connects to a battery pack. That's cool. On their back, so they're com- so they're still completely like wire-free. Yeah. Which is, which I find incredible. Like mm. having seen a bunch of servo stuff. Like when I was when I was looking into. Um, Little Shop of Horrors, for example, mm. which was, what did we decide, 88. So it was only two years before that. And very different and you know, it didn't need to be as mobile. But the cables that were coming out of mm. Audrey to get the lip movements happening were huge. You know, two mattresses a, yeah. slapping together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly. <laughs> I was trying so hard to listen to you and, and I thought <laughs> about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, come on, Jules, pay attention to what he's got to say. And I'm sitting there like with this little grin trying to... Because it was like there wasn't anyone in it, was there? The whole thing was mechanical. 
There was, yeah, well, there was someone in the big one, but wasn't there six people in the big one or something? That's yeah, there was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, but but the, like the one he's holding, like the one where he goes to the radio station and he's holding it. What you don't see is like the huge train of cable that's coming out of the bottom of the pot plant, right? So to fit it all into this head mm. and then into the into the backpack was just like. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I know, right? Like, so they would have weighed a ton too. Oh, so they were so heavy and they were super, super hot yeah. and really claustrophobic because you've got, once you're in the helmet, once you're in the head, it's all like right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be bizarre. Yeah. And so then they had, so there's the performer in the suit and then they had, t- I think, two puppeteers on the head each. So like eyes and lips and, yeah, you know, right. and it was, it feels like, I don't know if it was the first, I, I absolutely don't know, but it they had these like, so the puppeteers had like a little camera on their lips that they'd programmed to make certain syllables, to like watch the performer's lips ah. and make and duplicate certain. Man, that's cool. Yeah, they did didn't really they? Really good. Yeah, and they and because I was watching it this time with this in mind, some of it's a little bit janky now, mm. but then some of it is stunning. Mm. And you know, I still lost myself in this film. Oh, and totally. It, you it's know. Easy to- Yeah. yeah, and I found it fascinating because, like, yeah, yeah, like watching it this time, the neck seams on the heads were like very, very obvious. Mm. Like they just didn't really try to hide them. But yeah. given that was the first time I'd ever remotely picked that up, I put on my rose-colored glasses. So yeah, totally. Yeah, well, I was like, <laughs> I kept sort of lift. I, you know, I had them up. But I kept just going, ah, just drop them down and it's fine. Like, I was super into it. It's so funny how, like, quickly you just accept this as normal. Well, I think it's because, and I think, well, now that Al sort of said that, the fact that it was Jim Henson Productions that did it meant that they weren't shitty qualities. Yeah, yeah. Ultra high quality, the best in the business that were doing it. Even if it was something they probably just went, oh, we'll just quickly get this done because, you know, whatever. Mm. But still, they were still, like, there's still a reputation that they had to uphold about being the best in the business. Yeah, yeah. And the suits were like, they were just so believable. And they actually made yeah. the whole, the whole turtle, like you forgot that there was a dude in a suit. Yeah, and that's it. You just accept it for what it is. It was, a, it was an interesting. I mean, even Splinter, you look at the detail on Splinter. Oh. Probably the most unreal. With all the fur yeah. and the whiskers. Yeah, like, well, he's not a suit. He's a puppet. Yeah. He's like completely puppet. Yeah, it's unreal. Um, like it's voiced by Kevin Clash, in fact. Yeah, what's like, that Elmo. about? Oh, yeah. Clash. man. Kevin Clash is Elmo. Yeah. Well, like used to be Elmo. Get out of town. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Which is a bit weird thinking about it. Yeah. Now. I just have thought I just have these images. Once I found that out, I have these images of him breaking into Elmo oh, <laughs> while he's puppeteering oh, he Splinter. Totally like, or doing vice happened. versa. Yeah, like yeah, can you yeah, imagine yeah. being on Sesame Street and then Elmo suddenly just going, These turtles. You know, like <laughs> Or like they're chaining Splinter up, he's like, ah, ha, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Splinter loves you. <laughs> I remember, like Splinter in this is he's a lot more. Splinter's frail. the best. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. He's the best. He's like this stoic, <laughs> just wise father of yeah. these just rapscallion. The only thing that they break from the original story is that Splinter's like a rat that becomes bigger versus a man that was turned into a rat. Isn't it in the maybe? Movie? I feel like in the cartoon he was a dude. Right. But how? Yeah, right. How does Splinter become mutanty? Because, yeah, yeah nah, but he was practicing fighting moves in his cage. Oh, yeah. He's a smart no rat. No rat's doing that. <laughs> he's a smart rat. Nah, nah. He's a, obviously, rat, he's a smart rat. Well, rats apparently are incredibly. Oh, here we go. <laughs> like, there's documentaries about it. They're like, <laughs> there's they're documentaries super, super, yeah, about yeah. it. You got to watch the, uh, the, it's the, they call it the New York Super Rat, and there's a documentary about it. Fascinating, but they're really, really cl- clever creatures. Yeah, right. Have you Bizarre. seen Ratatouille, Tim? They cook. They know. They know ninjutsu. Yeah, yeah <laughs> come well. on, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like in the in the cartoon series, I'm, I'm struggling to remember. I definitely watched it, but I feel like Splinter in the cartoon series, he was a lot more agile. He was sprightly, whereas in yeah. this, he he seems like a frail old dude. He know? is, yeah. Until the end. Well, I mean, even till the end, he's just like, the, you know, not to jump to the end like we do, but that that finishing move on Shredder, he's just like, nunchuck. he's just like, and throws him off. 
The dude barely moves. Yeah, yeah. see, that's you know, all. So that's good. poise and technique, yeah. not strength. Exactly right. Yeah, you get it. He uses somebody else's energy against them. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, Shredder, he was going to do a swan dive anyway. Like, one one thing that I. Welcome. One thing that has definitely changed since watching this is I am no longer scared of Shredder. Oh, yeah. Like, I felt I was. creepy, dude. No, I was scared of him the first time around, but. He's basically in, in Michael Jackson getup. He's like in full <laughs> red sequins yeah. With, yeah. with the helmet on and stuff. His, his outfit definitely quite elaborate. isn't quite as intimidating. When I was a kid, I was like, whoa, dude's essentially made of razor blades or something. But Well, especially when he's standing off in the distance and they look at him and he's super skinny yeah. in his like pajamas <laughs> with his helmet on his and massive spikes. Helmet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I mean, you're good at kung fu, but meh. I've got to talk about the Shredder walking into the uh, what's what's their hideout? The hideout called of the foot. Do they have a name for the hideout? Don't think so. I don't think so. The but den, we'll call it the sick den. hideout. But that place sick is so hideout. awesome. Oh, yeah, man. a sick. skateboard ramp. Oh, oh just yeah. Did, did the skateboards going around above everyone's heads remind you of a uh, hook? Yeah, Rufio. In Rufio, in, yeah, yeah. Full nice. on, well, this was before Hook though. Oh. Just yeah, yeah. but okay, it's got four so years on Hook. The scene where Shredder's no, coming two years. in. One year. It was 91. 91. The shadow. Useless. The shadow. This is one of the coolest shots yep. in any movie ever because he's walking in. It's the longest shadow ever, so he's well backlit. But then it, <laughs> when it gets into the open area, they're obviously like, you know, doing downlighting. They've got some like Fresnels or something, some barn doors, and they've got this distinct edge where the shadow just stops. stops. <laughs> and it's like there's this long shadow, but then it just it just disappears to nothing, and it's so well done it because because none of that light from the main room bleeds into the shadow as he's walking. In. It's such a hard yeah, amazing. cut. Amazing. Oh. It's, it's like, and I actually thought he was like on a skateboard or something. They were pulling him. <laughs> and the shadow doesn't move yeah. until you actually see him, and he is actually walking. Oh, the shadow doesn't move. It just like just, just glides. It's just this gliding thing. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Really cool. It's <laughs> one of the coolest shots in any. And There's, the music like. <laughs> Man, the soundtrack in this is crazy. I I love it. It's like except maybe some rap songs. Well, (laughs) but that that was very nice. You've got to yeah, you've got to remind the audience that they're still hanging on to the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, They're still hanging on. But like Um, the the whole soundtrack, the whole score is really familiar. Yeah, and it just the tone just seems to fit it perfectly. Like it's it's. It has this 80s cheese to it. Yeah. Like, it's still an 80s, 90s soundtrack, but it's still, like, foreboding and threatening and, mm. I don't know, like, was it early? I didn't see who did the, it, but the, was it, like, early Hans Zimmer or... Is this where he cut his teeth? There's no way there's there, but, No, no, yeah. I know. But <laughs> There's a scene, um, like, it's when uh, Raph wakes up and they get back into training. Oh, and my that, God. And that the, the score in that, the music in yeah. that, is like, it's all, like... You know, yeah, it's got exactly what you just... Oh, it's awesome. It's so sick. There's a heap of beautiful... You know, talking about great shots. Like, this movie looks incredible. There's so many beautiful shots in it. Yeah, totally. One that that stands out is when they're, like, um, at the farm. And they're, like, you know, Casey and April are on on the swing... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like early in the, the morning. Yeah, show. yeah. And they're like, it's time to go back. And the four of them are standing there and they're backlit. The sun's coming yep. up in the background. And you're just like, yeah, come yeah. on. And like, if you watch closely, each one of them does like a little Yeah, move it does a little. It's like, just oh, this tiny so little so move, this tiny little so bit of performance. Good. One crosses their arms. One like clenches their fists. It's yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so oh, rad. That's good. <laughs> this film is, <laughs> so, I, I had the rad. best time. Rad is the best word yeah. for this movie. Like. <laughs> Bossa Nova <laughs> Casanova Cas- <laughs> oh. like, Even though they did Adultify this film A little bit From probably what The, the animation was yeah. They still kept The characters the same So the mm. turtles themselves Are still exactly Out of the animation From the, the cartoon series Yeah It's They're still a, It's yeah. still Very family friendly Like yeah. They <laughs> Every fight they lose their weapons really quickly. Really quickly. Like, yeah. really quickly. Yeah. And yeah. so, Leo is obviously never, ever close to cutting anyone with his super double sharp you, you katanas. See him, you see him get someone once in the leg. Because I was. He, he nicks Shredder in the arm. 
Yeah, he gets shot up. But one, it's during the scene when the uh, the apartment block is burning down, the, or the antique store. Yeah. And he does. He gets someone. He gets one of the foot. He gets one of the guys in the leg. He gets a foot in the leg. A foot in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, you know, there's obviously no, you know, it's no blood. It's not violent. But the guy just yeah. kind of falls over. He's like, whoa, it does a big spin, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Um, Casey Jones? Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think April sums him up perfectly. It's a nine-year-old boy trapped in an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. That's exactly. Yeah. Hello. Do we know where the cat is? Do you know where the cat? The cat. The cat's outside, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. And this has been Cats with Jewels. Um, you got a time code there? <laughs> uh, 33 minutes. Uh, don't lock us in, dude. Yeah. Oh, good. It's broken. <laughs> There's a latch. I don't know why, but whoever owned this house put a latch on the door. I think they used to have a lot. This used to be their like that's audio a worry. room or something. A safe room. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> now. Anyway. Um, where were we? Oh, so Casey like Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit funny about Casey because I, the thing that I struggle with is I'm like, did did Casey murder Shredder? Or was she, do you think, when oh he time? So, he well, fell into the truck. He's he, probably already but dead. But he fell off like a 10-story building. Yeah, like I'm like, cooked. he was still alive. You it's reckon? Shredder. It's Shredder. That was Shredder. one of the things that a lot of people had issues with. I reckon so, yeah. Was out, even with all the other violent parts in it, it was that bit where he goes, whoops. 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 Oh, <laughs> man. A lot of parents were like, oh, that's not cool. Yeah, mm. and that's, I think it's the first time we actually see blood in the film. Like there's So, I always... <laughs> I always thought it was blood because I was when I was watching it. I'm like, yeah. oh, here comes the blood on the on the it's, thing. But I think it's just paint. Well, no, Looking at it this time, I think it's just like there's, there's no smear. Totally blood. There's there's one on the hydraulic ram which I thought was blood as well, but it's not. But then we see. Why? Like, why the, the, how do you know it's not? Because uh, oh, it's clearly rust. Like it's like okay. it's the part. So that's the because the hydraulic ram goes inside the cylinder. That's the shiny part because mm. it always gets cleaned off. But then bit further up, the part that doesn't go inside the cylinder is like, yeah, it's all brown and rusty looking, but it's in the next shot. The actual mechanism cut that comes down and crushes the garbage, yeah. there's blood on that. See, I yeah, I'll have to go again because yeah. I remember thinking, here comes the blood. Yeah. And you going, oh, there, there wasn't any. But You're right. No, I definitely... But I'll, I'll, definitely I'll go have another look. Yeah. I can't remember, and I haven't watched it yet, Turtles 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So yeah, yeah, it's um. So he did survive the it's fall. It's bin juice. Yeah, well, yeah. He comes back in the second one as a super shredder. Yeah, he takes Sick. like a, he takes a serum. Have you not seen the second one? The second one probably is, have. But the oh. second one is like way more cartoony. Yeah. even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. It is a shame. It's a it's yeah. a real shame. Yeah, it's such a shame. But then the third this, one's even worse. I love yeah. this balance between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turtles yeah, right. in time. I love the balance between the goofiness and just the brutality. It's stunning, it's, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's the the balance is, and the whole thing is really dark. Yeah, but it's it's really beautifully art directed. Like I love their sewer. I love all the sewers. Right, oh, they're yeah. they're just beautifully built, mm. and Man, the sewer hideout is awesome. awesome. Yeah, and it's really nicely lit. And all the farm is really different, but it looks beautiful. Mm. Like, and all of New York, it reminded me of Highlander, yeah. 80s gross New York. Yeah, like yeah. it was gross. It was a gross it New York. Up, yeah, yeah. It? yeah, it was bad. I think also the thing that maybe makes it a little bit more genuine too is that they're not superheroes. Mm. So they're like they're still really vulnerable. So they still can be. Yeah. They like the foot find the hideout really easily by literally just just following them. them. Yeah. And and. Shredder doesn't fight them all off. Like, he gets taken. And so it's, there's... I think that makes them a little bit more believable. Yeah, yeah. Fun, if you sort of know where I'm going. Even though we know that they're just guys in suits. But the mm. fact that, that the characters are still really, really vulnerable and mm. can be... Well, that's it. They're just they're just because fighters, you know. They're just like you or I if we... And at the end of the film, technically they're still not known, right? Because they're known amongst the foot kids. Yeah. 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 But no one, no one in New York knows who they are. No, like no. they just go, you know, they're still they have they still have their anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just me, Tim. Yeah, Thank no, you. it's yeah. a hard word. It's a hard word. <laughs> Is it Raph that meets Casey? Yeah. Yeah. 
was that? Well, that's the other thing. Like that disguise is the worst goddamn disguise <laughs> I've so ever shit. seen in my life. Like he's walking the streets, no one's second looking at him. I'm like going to a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is a is a is a punker a punk? Like some yeah, what are you, I guess some so. kind of punker. Some kind I'm like, of punker? what's a punker? Hooky groom doom. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've never known what a punker is. That just has to be a punk. I hate, <laughs> hate punkers. The age he was, if they needed someone to play like an early. Nostalgia is the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ten seconds, Brad. Godfather guy. Um, Godfather guy. Like um, uh, like uh, Marlon Brando. No. Al Pacino. No, the other one. The other one. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Thank you. If, if Casey Jones, if they needed someone to play an early. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, like, yeah. Like Niro, Godfather. Yeah, he yeah, does. sure. Just with long hair. It's like if they needed to do like at, the, at that time needed to play someone to play an early him. Yeah, he's so yeah. cool, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's calling out like penalties as he's yeah yeah. He's asked, like, it's like two minutes for tripping, <laughs> two minutes for hooking. And my favorite. Yeah. Oh man. He hits the guy with the golf club. Yeah. <laughs> and like at the country house, he's wearing obviously wearing the same clothes every day, but he just looks gross. Like he's oh, yeah, yeah. gross so tracky gross. pants. Gross tracky dads. And he's singlet <laughs> and he looks greasy as hell. That's like there's really good parts in that too. So when they're trying to fix the truck and they're calling each other names. Oh, so and good. They're going to go each other and it's like, what were we up to? Yeah. F. F. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> the ban- the banter between Donatello and Michelangelo is fantastic as well. Like mm. they they really buddied those two up. Pork run. Pork run. Pork run. Pork run. <laughs> but like, yeah, like you know, when they there's like a sounds like a fight. Kitchen, kitchen. Like this, oh, but but also when they're fighting, there's a lot of banter going on as well. Yeah. And don't they do that when they find the leftover pizza and they're like, <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel there's not enough. Donatello does machines in this film. Oh, yeah, because he was like the gadget he guy. The, he was the gadget guy. Yeah. yeah, which they get they get back into in the. We, I mean, we should talk about the. Michael I don't Bay remember ones. you being super into the turtles. So when you, were I was. I remember like, this film. Yeah. This film was mad. Like I watched the cartoon, but I wasn't like this is mm. my life. Mm. Like because Transformers was my life. Obviously. You're more into the Thundercats. Obviously, yeah. Thundercats was pretty great yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Silverhawks even mm. dabbled in Silverhawks. <laughs> dabbled. Yeah. Dipped your toe in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, like, I watched Turtles, but I wasn't like my life. But I remember this movie being huge at school, and like, mm. we, I watched it heaps. This was like number one on the sleepover oh, yeah. watch mm. list. Like, it was like huge with all of us. Mm. So, yeah, it's like it definitely. Had a massive impact. How could it not though? Like it's turtles that are ninjas that survive on pizza. Yeah. Like yeah. I think what, all boxes for a young. What young was kid. cool, Brad? You were saying it before <laughs> about them being vulnerable. It it works beautifully because the foot are just nobodies, right? They're just like they're almost the stormtroopers. They're just they're yeah. stormtroopers. They're just drones, right? And there's like a whole bunch of sequences where. The turtles are just like all over it. They're super confident and they're like, you know, like, come on, how do you guys expect to beat me? <laughs> and right in the lead up, I, yeah, I, I know this film well. Yeah. <laughs> when, right in the lead up, when they're like in the in the hideout, in the sewer, and, the, and they like ambush the foot, yeah, like right near the end. And then that whole chase going up to the roof where they meet Shredder, they are like all over it. And the music is like super like, yeah, we're kicking ass. And, yeah. you know. I think it's technotronic. <laughs> oh, dude. And we're just dominating and they're very cocky and, you know, they're and they're winning and they're like, hey, come back here and all this sort of stuff. And then when all of a sudden they meet Shredder and they start attacking him one by one, and then they have that huddle and they're all out of breath and they're like, when did we start losing control here? And mm. like, it, you, it's a real sh- power dynamic shift mm. and you're like, oh, actually this, and it gives you a much better idea of how serious this is, mm. like how much of a bigger boss the Shredder is. Mm. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed cause, it. Because the Shredder's like, he, it's almost like he's just toying with them for ages. Yeah. You know, it's not until he gets uh, Leonardo on the ground and he's like, you know, he's got his spear 
to his throat and he's like, he dies. He dies. He's like, <laughs> yeah. like oh, jeez. Does that make like Shredder's underling, I can't remember his name. Tetsu. Tetsu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does it make his demise a little weak with Casey? Because yeah. I f- with a golf club. I, mean, I know, could- but I feel like I feel like hey, mate, I'm not <laughs> yeah, saying could be dead, you know? like, <laughs> Brad. I'm not saying he should have survived that or whatever, but maybe like it almost went from just shit foots to shredder too quick. Like there wasn't sure. A, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. you got to keep it in that hour and a half. You know, like <laughs> keep it snappy. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like when when he loses it, when Tetsu loses it yeah. in the. In the training area, yeah, he totally kills that guy. Oh yeah, like the, I think they put in. You could tell they put in some like ADR of him like groaning, and other people going, "Oh, he's gonna be all right." Yeah, but that guy's dead. He's dead. Like you look at him and he's like, "That guy, he killed that guy." Yeah, like, and you look at the reactions around without thinking, he just killed that guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? You know, PG nine ninety, which is weird too, because he's like Tetsu's like fully walking around making sure people are having fun. Cool. Yeah, but yeah. I think that, Blake, that's, a, Blake. that's a part of the the manipulation. You know, this is, is. they're getting yeah. vulnerable. Kids. They're giving they're them giving everything them. they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a good home. No, it's it's eighties yeah. New York. This is yeah. health one hundred and one, isn't it? Well, it's interesting that they for chuck a uh, yeah for a PG kids film. God, new cigarettes. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, man. and then he gives him options: regular like, or menthol. menthol. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, yeah I'm not so talking about Sam Rockwell. He's in it quite a bit too. I know. You said last episode, oh, there's a there's cameo, a cameo. But, but I'm like, nah, he's like a full character. Yeah, he's like in it a lot. Like right at the end, he's like, let's get him, Sam Rockwell. He's like, he's, the, he's like the lead yeah. thug. Come on, guys, what are we standing here? Let's get him. You're right, Tim. He's like the head thug. Head thug. He's, he's like thug. he's Rufio. Yeah. He's Rufio. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Well, I suppose I mean there are a few kind of scenes like like the scene where uh, yeah, Kay, like Casey Tetsu, turns him, yeah, like when he's oh, yeah. you know kicking the shit out of his own guys, it's kind of like oh this is not cool, dude, you know. Yeah. Like, I yeah, but they've got like free video games and yeah, skateboard and two rounds. kinds of cigarettes. Kill whoever you want. <laughs> Just yeah. let me let me go play bloody whatever. Yeah, I always thought the uh, what's Danny the main. It's just mm-hmm. Dan. Um, <laughs> he, uh, Dan. He, every time I look at him, I just see my brother when he was like 15 or 16. I'm just like, <laughs> it looks just like him. I'll, in fact, I'll, I'll post it in, in on Facebook or Instagram, a picture of my brother at 15 or 16 and Dan. Uh, and they look identical. I'm just like, oh my God. Now, look, it's a bit shit that we've gotten this far in. We haven't even spoken about April yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, true. <laughs> I was thinking about She's that. literally the only woman in the whole film. Yeah. Um, but she's fucking good. She's re- She's so yeah. good. She's really good, isn't it? Because I wondered what else she's been in. And she didn't really do much. She's this. been in a bit. Yeah, it's, but it's all like one episode stuff of TV. Oh, yeah, right. Um, it's kind of going back to the... Uh, Michael! Yeah, exactly, to Michael. Yeah. Um, but I think there was probably the potential of like a huge career to be launched. But, yeah. Um, because she, she seemed to be pretty good actress. Yeah. yeah. Quite good looking. Lead actress in a massive, in a massive, massive film. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it just didn't seem to kind of go anywhere. You know, we don't know. Maybe it was her choice. And yeah. Mm. Would you get comfortable that quick if you came across some mutant turtles that start speaking to you? <laughs> She'd be like, they were friends real quick. Yeah, she normalizes the whole situation pretty so fast. So quick. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm not dreaming, am I? No. Okay. Okay, let's roll with this. This is well, happening. Let's be friends now. Yep. <laughs> I'm yeah, April. <laughs> One backstory later and we're good to go. This is my house, yeah. 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 15 years ago. <laughs> that was the other thing I found a bit weird. Although she never really reciprocated, which was nice, but they all like had crushes on her, right? Yeah. They were all like, she called me Mikey. <laughs> and like, these guys are 15. And I like, at first I was like, oh, this is all a bit gross. But actually I'm like, they're 15 year olds and she had like no interest. She was yeah. just like. And they're turtles. And they're, and they're turtles. turtles. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're turtles. Yeah, but they're teenage. How does this rank and with mutant? How does this rank with teenage Tom Hanks being big compared to? Well, because he was he was he wasn't teenage though. He was thirteen. That's oh, teenage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
okay. Yeah, just. Mm. Just. And April did walk around in most of the film without a bra on. Yeah, I mm. may have spotted that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, hence your discussion earlier of my sexual awakening. <laughs> but she, like, she never reciprocated that, though. No, that's right. So which it's are, a difference. Which, it's just a, it's just like a, a schoolboy crush. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which, which, as I started watching it, I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird. But then I'm like, oh no, this is They're just, just yeah. it's just a schoolboy crush. Horny dudes. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was a little disappointed at the kiss at the end because I'm like. He, he treated he, like shit the whole He time. offers absolutely nothing. Nothing. Like, yeah. I'm like, why has she what, come around uh, to this? Toots or yeah, yeah. Uh, Princess. <laughs> I'm like, oh. He's a nine-year-old in an adult body. Yeah. But he's learning. He's a genuinely good guy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Is he? Well, For 1990, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Like, he's he's heart's heart in the right place. I don't yeah. know, like, he's spending yeah, his sure. nights going around beating up people. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. He's trying to Jeez, I'm going to need to make that mask now. That's a, that's that's a killer sick mask. mask. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I reckon yeah. if you uh, get real good at metalwork, make the Shredder helmet. Make the Shredder helmet. Oh. I've, made a, I've made a Shredder costume before. I okay. made a... Red uh, sequins. No, I made a <laughs> I made the cartoon version. Like oh, yeah, grey right. tunic, purple pants. It was real loose on him too. So it was just, it was like puffy. Yeah. Like he had puffy uh, sleeves on. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. It's a court. Yeah. How he rolls it back. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like probably milliseconds from calling cut. Yeah. Oh, because that was in that shot, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a one shot. That camera comes Yeah, uh, There are a few of those too. Yeah. There's this... W- so the police chief... Is a oh, really yeah. weird inclusion in this film. I'm not. We sh- didn't need him, did we? We just yeah. didn't. The cops yeah. were just like, you know, they were barely in it, so why even bother? Like, yeah, was- I think it was something about showing. I think it was about and around April's character development. Yeah. How she's like on it all the time, and she yeah. doesn't give a shit what the chief of police thinks. Yeah. She's calling him out yeah. on air. Yeah, fair. You know, like I think, but yeah. he was like pantomime, like <laughs> you know. This is an outrage. Your oh, kids okay. are in real trouble. Unless <laughs> yeah, they yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. Shaking my fist. Um. <laughs> he was. Yeah. yeah. He's like those Scooby Doo villains, the amusement park. Uh, yeah. Where were the meddling kids? It was just like, oh, we need some sort of antagonist for April in here. We'll just write a basic police <laughs> chief <laughs> stereotype. Yeah, yeah, but, but it also shows no. the, the the city's desperation that the police yeah, aren't doing enough. Yeah, so yeah, I think it fits. Actually. Like, I get, yeah. I get, yeah, yeah. I sort of get why it's there. Yeah. It's it just feels really sort of last minute, yeah. clunky, lazy. He yeah, could yeah. have appeared more in the background as things were going on. Like, I feel like he wasn't in enough to to warrant. Like, it didn't it didn't make a whole lot of sense if if yeah. he kept appearing and failing or just turning up late or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because yeah, it also or, it also gives justification to uh, well not justification but it, it gives no an but it's like why, why there's vigilantes everywhere why yeah yeah, yeah. The, now citizens are standing up well. yeah 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 which I think that's pretty much in the opening sequences what April, it says something like April's that yeah. it's like overwhelmed with crime and blah blah yeah. blah the foot the foot that I love that opening sequence jumping oh. back to the start oh yeah. Where there's like that montage, yeah, yeah. Follow, that, oh, following that, the wallet. That mont, yeah. yeah. So first of all, it takes five dudes to lift one wallet. Fair income. <laughs> I'm like, oh. that's that's not economically viable that at is all, not right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but uh, but then it, that montage continues. You know, there's like that classic truck gag where oh, you see yeah. the full truck and then it pans away and then it comes back and it's empty. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, there would have been like one layer of boxes and they were all stuck together. Yeah, yeah, right. 100%. But and then, you know, the woman gets her telly stolen while she like turns around. Like I love that whole opening sequence is really cool. Just like a bunch of different Yeah, that was lifting thing. Oh my god. The guy would have to be standing on the balcony. Yeah, he would. The lady, lady was watching. Yeah, yeah. She, as literally <laughs> as soon as she turns her head, the hands are on the TV. He's literally yeah. crouched behind the yeah. TV, just waiting, <laughs> waiting for his oh, And he's been there like all night. Hold, he's like holding a plant, just like. <laughs> I'm going to lift this TV. Oh Master yeah, Shred is going to be so proud of me. It's like the dude in The Fifth Element who's got his head, his hat. Oh, on. yeah. Bruce was like, You've been there long? He's like, Yeah, I'll knock you out. 
<laughs> or he's like a wild or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I want to make that costume it. too. That's uh, that's on my list. Oh, I wanted a Pepsi bad. Yeah, boy, did I want a Pepsi pizza. Pete, yeah, oh, Domino's smashed a pizza. The fact that they don't like anchovies on there, yeah. JVC, yeah. Redline bikes, cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that was just white boxes. Okay, ah, good, nice. good, good, good. They didn't actually do any advertising, but yeah, there was a lot of product placement in the background, making sure that the brand names were shown. Yeah, very clearly. Yeah, they're funding the film. No yeah, absolutely. Blade Runner. <laughs> oh yeah. I thought it was interesting. The director Steve Barron hadn't sort of done a lot, but you know, I was like scrolling through. I'm like, oh. No, no. But he'd done a bunch of music videos, including the Take On Me by Aha. Oh, really? Yeah. You're right. And he also did Let's Get Rocked by Def Leppard. And then I realized he did Coneheads. I'm like, oh, okay. That's, you know. That's something. That's yeah, a, that's something, a- which I think would have been <laughs> after this. Well, if he can direct that, because that being a comedy sort of, you know, that Saturday Night Live thing. Yeah. Then the, that role on of the, being able to choreograph the, and direct the comedy into this. Yeah. Maybe was helpful. It's just, I, I, the tone of this film, I just keep going back to it. The tone of this film is just so spot on. With the mix of comedy, but I don't know, just it being dark and yeah, mm. big it's fan. Dark and then every dark bit gets like there's a comedy bit at the end that lights it up again. Mm. Yeah, if all the boxes were ticked and confidently ticked, it's like, did we do this? Everyone's just like, this, yep, this, yep, yeah, mm. tick, tick, mm. tick, boom. Okay, we've got ourselves a movie, let's go. And do it's fascinating, sorry. Who was that, Jules? That wasn't me, man. Um, do you reckon, like, the original cut, when Shredder makes his um, appearance at the first, that he would have killed someone in that scene? Oh, you reckon? No, nah, because that, that's all... Made... You're talking about the, the shadow scene? Oh, the shadow that... scene, yeah. All yeah. oh, the shadows. He's inaugurating the guy. Yeah, it, that's is, all about yeah, but... acceptance and family. That's like, you know, he's kind of making his speech about, like, you know, you are my children. We are family. You're like, I feel like if they could shred a voice, man. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like if they if he'd killed someone in that scene, then people True. would be turned away. Whereas the idea is that hey, come yeah, with me. Yeah, you're right because these are like rebellious kids, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, so. they're look they're looking for community, and then mm. they're finding it within this all the wrong places kind of thing. So uh, I just feel like he needed something more to Make display scary his scary power. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what. 12-year-old Tim would say that Shredder was scary enough. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but these are like 14, 15-year-olds, mm. 16-year-olds. Mm. They were like, you know. Yeah, but it's different to a 12-year-old watching a movie mm. and standing in the room <laughs> with this dude who's got knives all over his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Look, if <laughs> I saw that guy in a dark alley at night, yeah. adult or child, I'd be like, stay away from that guy. Yeah. I'm going to go mm. this way. I'm going to go this way. going to go back and play Street Fighter. Boys, to keep within our one hour and 30 minutes time, uh, <laughs> we are kicking on. We are absolutely kicking on. Uh, good to know. Well, let's jump into... So, this next segment, basically every film um, connects somehow to Bill and Ted through the BTEU, the Bill and Ted Extended Universe. What's that connection? I guess we might find out in a minute. We may not. So, let's crack on with every film. As a shared universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you, every episode, I forget this is a thing, and this week's no different. Yeah, classic. <laughs> I literally just had an idea. Okay. So I'll throw it out there. What if... <laughs> this is insane. What if... There's no SWAT truck around. <laughs> what if the, <laughs> the lady who's watching the telly at the start... This is oh, here we go. Is in the middle of watching the Denomalous speech. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of the shot. You know the guy's watching the soccer and he's like, Bella, Bella, Bella. Oh, man. These two fools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. That'll do. That's good. I That's mean, good. I, I was originally like, oh, the, you know, they use the phone booth a lot to order the pizza. And, oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, no, nah, let's get, let's, she's watching the Denomalous speech. Yeah. Connected. That works. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing better. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, that was snappy. Um, that was good. Good. Well, ratings. Oh, Alpo. Hundred. Uh, so <laughs> I finished. I finished, and I'm like hundred percent. But I'm gonna push it to 120 uh. because 
of the combination of like effects and art direction Ooh. and just general tone of this film is awesome. It's yeah. so good. I, yeah, it's yeah. just it ticks like we said. It just ticks all of the boxes, mm. and it's super entertaining and. I will watch it any day of the week. 100%. 100, no, 120. Uh, I was agreeing with you 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, well, no, no, I, I'm happy to go next. I'm going to give this, I'm going to go way higher than that. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is like, this is my childhood film. Oh, like, really? This is the How film. do we just find this? I mean. Oh, man. I know. Do we just become best friends? <laughs> no, no, legit. Like, this, this is, this was, like I said, I had the, I'm pretty sure it was my copy. I don't think it was my brother's, but it might have just been both of ours. But I just remember being obsessed with this film when I was a kid. The green tape, like just the, just the whole film. You know, like I think I learned a lot from this film as well about you know right and wrong and Splinter. Just, how can you not? Oh my god! Um, He's the moral compass we all needed. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And yeah. look, I'm I'm gonna go just because I I'm gonna steer away from round numbers. I'm gonna go two hundred and forty nine percent. Nice. Forty nine. It is oh, man, this. Now I want to bump it up. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm like, can I, can I adjust? Can I come up to at least like 150? Inflation. inflation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, yeah. Just, we've just watched inflation in real time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100. So, um, no, no, like this is this is like my childhood film. Like this is it. So, what is it? 249. percent Pretty sure that's my. Well, Al's about to come back with. Well, no, it was my childhood. Film. Well, it was, uh, it no, was no. both of our childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, you're not going to bump yours up? I oh, know I did. 150. 150. 150. 150. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not. I'm this. I like Bill and Ted more than this. This was not Ooh. my childhood film. I was a Batman '89 guy, Ooh, big sure. time. Um, but it's still fun. It's still up there. Um, I was this time around. I wasn't too keen on Elmo dude with Splinter's <laughs> voice. Oh, Kevin it was Clash. A bit yeah. weird for me. Yeah, right. Because he's not Japanese. Yeah. Sure, I don't know. Just it's reasonable. Something, just, yeah, seemed yeah. a bit off this time. Particularly the last couple of lines where he said, "I made a funny." <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I'm just like, nah, yeah. that's not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have always liked Kawabunga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But okay. in saying that, his moral lessons throughout the whole thing, and he's just just so cool under pressure. Oh, so Even cool. like Dan, was it Dan the kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who comes and speaks to him? He shows no, like, no judgment, judgment, yeah. or like aggression. Yeah. He's just he's like, how can I pass my wisdom on to this poor misguided child? Yeah, yeah. Tell me about yourself. Um, mm. so he bumped it up a lot for me. I'm probably around about the eighty percent because I would watch. Yeah, I'd watch Bill and Ted over this, but I thoroughly enjoyed the hour and a half, snappy hour and a half. This was <laughs> punchy. Snappy. Yeah, yeah it's good. Uh, I love this film when I was younger. Uh, and I loved watching it again. And mm. then I watched it again the day after with Gabs. And he loved it too. Oh. Um, so that made me feel really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have the approval of your child. He, usually, as you can see, he's probably got the attention span for me, which is not much. So for him to actually sit down through the whole film and, and be asking me questions and laughing and thinking it was great and was made me feel really good. So I'm going to be with you. I'm going to give this 150. I think it's just... Nice. Would we class it as timeless? <sighs> I mean, it's ooh. maybe. I mean, you can could. you though if there's sequels. I don't know if you can. I just pretend they don't exist. No, nah, I don't think you can do that. Just this is like the Highlander it. argument. I don't think you can. They're part yeah. of that. Uh, I don't know. They, it does a, feel very. Well, it's yeah. Because it's set in a time. Yeah. But is it ageless? Yeah. Maybe I, it's a, maybe for, well certainly for us. I, I feel it's, like it's eighties as it's not. It's <laughs> eighties. Oh, no, no, it is. Like I showed it to a five year old. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I understand what you're saying. Like, in, I'll watch this in 40 years when I'm, yeah. however old I am, 70, 80. <laughs> now you know, plus I'll 40. I'll watch it. Now plus 40. <laughs> See, yeah. it's easy for me. I've just had a significant birthday. Ah. And I'm like, that's easy maths. Easy. <laughs> so, when we're in that, we're in <laughs> Sorry. that, that age, no, no. I, will, I would happily watch this. And, I mean, I, I suppose, you know, being young at the time, like, you know, I have that connection. But I still feel like I could, I could like you did, Brad. You showed it to... A very young child, and he, he's just on board with it. Like he doesn't so, sit there and go, "Oh, this is from a weird era," and blah blah blah. It's just like you know what? This movie's killer. You know, it's like with it's- the sparkly pajamas, Dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the red sequence. <laughs> Check out my sequence, son. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say also, like, been reinvented four times. So I think they're on their yeah. incarnation now. Is it? Like, they were reinvented again. Like they were relaunched again. 
Is that the Michael Bay one? Too. A- April was in this like Kill Bill yellow style. Yeah, the jumpsuit. Jumpsuit thing, yeah. wasn't she too? Hence yeah. the rain jacket homage at the start. Ah, yes. This one. Thank but you. Even the guy that reinvented the characters for the animation, because he was like, no, nah, I want April to be like this real strong thing, because he did Teela and Shearer as well. Yep. And he's like, you know, they were built, they were really strong, they were muscly, and, and yeah. he wanted to have April as a really, like, as a independent character that could hold herself and they're like, well, no, yeah. the whole point of it isn't. And he was, that was a fight between the studios and the writers and him to mm. actually make April an actual, like, that she could hold her own. Like a badass. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah I mean, she doesn't. Even he still says, it's like, I'm really, still really disappointed with April. It's not mm. what Yeah, because yeah, in, in this film, she's, like, she's reasonably damseled. Like, yeah. she doesn't do anything. She protects Raph when he's unconscious. And, and like, hits, hits a, hits a yeah. dude with a, with a pole? Frying pan or something. And the top of the pole down, oh. you know? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah good point, good point. Yeah. Retract. Well done. Good choice. Thanks. Good choice. Thanks, boys. Yeah. Um, before we get on to what we're doing next episode, let's find out where you can get a hold of us. Today I'm picking Jules. Jules. Oh, you can find <laughs> us at sandemusfilm at gmail.com. Good one. Definitely throw us a recommendation. We do like the recommendations. Booyah. It definitely protects these fellas from my choices, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on the uh, on the face Facebookers. Yeah, we are. Uh, San Amos Film. At, no, not, not at Gmail. San Amos School of Film. Uh, Instagram, I think, is the same. San Amos School of Film. Nope, San Amos Film. But yep. San Amos Film, thank you. Yep, nope. Just I, search I, I us, you'll find us. Search us, um, you'll find us. <laughs> yeah, Google or goo us or something, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I think that's it. Cool. Yeah. And if you don't, if you misspell us, you'll probably find something nice and... <laughs> Interesting about San Dimas. Yeah. 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 So, unless you spell San Dimas wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you'll probably find you know, some film school in San Dimas. Yeah. Dimes. You'll, you'll yeah, find something. <laughs> now, Ooh. what are we doing? Listener. It's time for a listener. Good. Ooh, I had my turn. Yeah. I got this request uh, very optimistically back in October. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. From listener Chris Garner, who That's said, hey, it's. Uh, Halloween's coming up. Can you do a Halloween movie? <laughs> sure we can. So we're going to do our Halloween special <laughs> <laughs> next episode. What is it? March? Are we in March? Oh, <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, we got there though. No, we're in April now. It's April now, yeah. It's April, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, that's fitting. No, so we're gonna do, and this is a this is another banger. I gotta say, uh, no, I think it's another ninety minutes too, Ooh. or close to. Uh, we're gonna do the nineteen eighty eight Tim Burton Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah, right. Mm. Interesting. It's all. I've only said it once. It's almost a new um, criteria. This one hour thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing that we got going on. And well, some. Especially considering how busy everyone is at the moment. Trying to fit <laughs> yeah, in like, yeah. a, like I heard the new Batman's like three hours. Three hours it long, man. Three hours. And Jesse's like Jesse's like my nephew Jesse. He's like, man, you'll love it. I'm like, I'm sure I will. I'll just got to find three hours to sit down and watch <laughs> yeah, it. It's probably five hours because you need like yeah. you're going to be there half an hour. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Look, it is too long, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, cool. We can. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's yeah. it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's too long though. It's too long. Um, and that concludes the how is the new film segment. Great, yeah, of the podcast. <laughs> great review. Yeah. Great review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. Um, pretty good. Wicked. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Be sure to check in next episode for our Beetlejuice 1988. But in the meantime, uh, be excellent to your ears and don't forget T U R M. What were you trying to do? T U R T L power. T U R T L. I just panicked. I looked at Al, <laughs> and my brain went blank. The heroes in a half shell. <laughs>